0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Sports.com, the all things Georgia call-in show here on Sunday nights on UGASports.com. I'm your host, Paul Maharry, joined alongside Eddie from Ackworth, who is in a different room. That room looks very long. Uh, and we also have Andy Stowe with us in the same room that he's always in, looking great, great craftsmanship on that house uh, that Andy's in. So uh, we appreciate you guys joining us here on Sunday night. A lot to talk about, a lot to talk about. It's the first time we, as UJsports.com, have gone live since Caleb Downs happened. Uh, We're going to touch it very briefly because we don't want to touch on it too long. We're going to get into also the Falcons head coaching search. Very interesting stuff coming out of Flowery Branch right down the road from my house here. And uh, also, that Georgia basketball team, if you turned the game off early, it's a totally different team than what finished the game. So we'll talk about that as well. Before we get into all of that, I'm going to tweet the show out. Also, if you're watching us, let us know where you're watching from. And if you want to join the show, the link is in the description. Also, last plug here, if you have any questions, make sure you put them into the chat and we can get them up on the screen. This guy says, anybody struggling with bills? This is a fake account. We're all doing okay here. You're
1: getting blocked.
0: All right, Eddie. Eddie. You're not struggling with bills. I've seen your house. How are you, my friend?
1: I'm doing great, Paul, and welcome back. We missed you last weekend. Uh, it was I don't nice. Know if you dinner. did,
0: Eddie, I heard. That, I heard the end of that show, but we'll just keep. We'll, we'll act like you did,
1: uh, Paul. It, we we live for this show and for sports to give each other a hard time. And if you can't handle that by now, you need to be doing something else for a living. Right? <laughs> Come on. Right. 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 Here. Right. No, but I appreciate uh, Dane and Brent, Brent Rollins and Dane Young uh, hosting with us. We had a great time. It was a great show. And and we chopped up a lot of what Brent wrote about fixing college football, which I think is a brilliant article. So we talked a lot about that. But um, yeah, it's been a nice week, Paul. And uh, like I said, I'm glad to have you back running the ship and uh, riding the ship, as it were. But um, yeah, it's you know what's amazing to me, guys, is the amount of stuff locally that we still have to talk about. And I'm talking about Georgia Bulldogs and the Falcons. Usually this time of year it's like, well, the Falcons suck. We're just gonna suck again next year. And Georgia's season's over, so we're already looking ahead to next year. It's just been nonstop
2: news going around to talk about.
1: It. It's incredible.
2: Which is I fun. Think, I think oh, the Falcons yeah. interviewed like nine guys already. So I mean that's I would have never thought they would have got that many, but
1: but that's good. I mean last oh, yeah. time they interviewed one guy and we're like search is
2: over. You know, I yep. mean, I don't know if it was just one, but it wasn't this many. That's for yeah. damn sure. And they definitely picked the wrong guy last time. So maybe this time they can pick the, the correct guy. We need a little something.
0: Uh, so we'll touch on it, guys. Uh, Ken wants to know did Eddie get a
1: haircut? It looks good. I did. I did. Thank you for noticing. I think, Ken. And then he calls it follows up with gray's man, gray, gray hair. For, for, yeah. it says he's using gray hair for men. So, yeah, by the way, I have a birthday Friday, so it gets even older. So, hmm. yeah, gross. yeah. How would um, I?
0: so let's talk about caleb downs guys uh he was well, real quick uh he was in athens was coming to georgia osu through a monumental size bag especially for a safety uh at him switched up went to osu if you do any research or any backlogging on this his dad and the i think it's a defensive backs coach are like good buddies from high school okay. so kind of work you know i don't know again i don't think this is one of those things where they decided hey we're gonna run georgia through the mud here Uh, i think that osu came in in the 11th hour 59 minute and uh just threw a bag at them and we used to say this right and it's just kind of weird to me and not so much caleb downs but just this whole thing in general we used to say like oh well he's got to be getting the bag right five years ago he's like oh he's got to be getting the bag to go to auburn now like we talk about it because he actually is. We know for a fact that he is. Like, it's it's just weird. And it's out there and it's changed the whole game. And it's just one of those things where nothing is ever, uh, you know, done until what you see him on the field, Eddie. I mean, not even signing. I mean, you know, yeah, you're right. You're right. That's a good you point. You see him on the field. I mean, Julian saying. kids yeah. signed with Alabama. And now he's going to Ohio State. He signed the dotted line. Yeah. He, yeah. He's going to Ohio State. So, you well, know, how. I guess the overall scheme of this is you guys touched on it last week. Is there a way to fix this or is this just out of control? Is Caleb Downs going to do it next year when Ryan Day doesn't get the when he gets fired because he can't beat Michigan? Right. You know, is he going to go back around? Uh, you know, there's just so many different aspects of this that have gotten thrown around now that I want to see what you guys a quick thought on maybe fixing this. Is well, there a way to fix it or is it just an arms race?
2: I think it's an arms race, but, like, he, if he were to transfer next year, he couldn't play, there, right, because this is his one free transfer. Andy, Andy. Those <laughs> days are
1: gone, brother. Yeah, I yeah. mean. No, you only
2: get one transfer right now. No,
0: no, no. You didn't see that West Virginia judge that was like, you can't <laughs> yeah. stop these kids from doing that? Look, if Caleb Downs wanted to transfer again next year, look at JT Daniels. The dude transferred 17 times and played 17 different times. Yeah, He could go in the portal in the spring. Yeah. Yeah, they're going to make sure that these guys can play. So no, that you can't stop with that's a that's a bad take, Andy. Bad take.
2: I think that's the rule, though. I think the rule is you get one free drink. Look Look it up, Mister Scott. I'll look it up because who was it that was saying a couple of weeks ago um, the about the thirty day window and who wasn't? Just saying. So, look, you were right on that. Continue though, Eddie. How do you fix it, Eddie? Do you well, fix it? I
1: mean, the, the only way you fix this, Paul, is that the college football breaks off from the NCAA and appoints a czar to run this thing. And, and until that happens and, and some rules can get established, nothing's going to change. It's, it's going to be a free-for-all, and they'll try to tweak things here and there to try to fix this. But the toothpaste is out of the tube. The cat's out of the bag. There's just no there, – there's no fixing this at this point, right? And the argument's going to be, Paul, going forward, as long as the coaches can move around like they do willy-nilly – why can't the players do it? It's the same dang thing, right? And I, I kind of agree with that. But back onto the Calum Downs thing. I mean, I'm disappointed. I think we all are as dogs fans. It felt like he was coming home. He was right in our lap. Probably one of the best players in college football on the defensive side of the, uh, of the game right now. He's incredible. But he goes to Ohio State. You know what the best news out of all this is? He's not at Alabama anymore. We don't have to mess with him anymore, okay? Maybe we see him in the playoffs. I kind of doubt it but that's where he is now. So fine. Bama still loses in this scenario. And that makes me happy. Right. So the, the
0: overall grasp of this, uh, which is funny, red and black dog says cash, just check. And now he's transferring again. That would be wild. You know, one of these guys will try it at some point. Quinn Ewers already did. He went to Ohio State, cashed it, and and went back to Texas before his prom. Um, So, you know, it's, it's one of those things where you look at it and you just say, all right, well, you know, time to move forward. He, him and, him and Malachi would have would have been disgusting. No. Would, have been would have been absolutely generational.
1: generational. Yeah. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah. But you move forward now. The biggest thing though, Eddie, this Alabama team is imploding. It's imploding fast. Did you guys see that Alabama just got a commitment from a Washington offensive lineman, mm-hmm. two hundred sixty-five pounds, and right. a
2: wide receiver is I'm going to commit too. So one of the guys. Oh, the- okay. I
0: mean, I, I'm not knocking them. But uh, I don't know if 265 pounds is going to work in the uh, SEC compared to how it was in the Big Ten. Is, Big that, their Rhode Island,
1: is that their Rhode Island transfer that Kirby no, got? No, that did. came from Washington. No, that's I know. I'm saying that's the equivalent of the Rhode Island guy that came. I'm not knocking the kid, yeah. but that's – Yo, Cat- look, that's everybody, everybody,
0: look, everybody knocked Tyler Catalina. The dude started every game. Start, okay? and I know, was, but And then he went to the NFL and played yeah. and had a very successful career. But Paul, we were in a desperate situation right there. <laughs> that, that, that's the bottom line.
2: But he did all right.
0: Yeah, I got Florida, a massive splinter in my finger, guys. It's gonna bother me all show, just letting you know. I'm trying Florida, to with
2: Jameer Grimsley, and he was um he was another one that committed to Alabama and then he portaled out. So yeah, they're losing guys left and right.
1: Well, let, let me just say this one more thing on this. Um, everybody's like, Well, these kids are just gonna take the highest bidder and move on from there. Well, I I disagree with that because a every kid is wired a little differently. B, we don't know every kid's situation, their family's situation. And look at KJ Bolden. He could have taken the bag and he said that himself, he could have taken the bag and gone he elsewhere, right? He and have. he didn't. So every kid's a little bit different. There's family situation, their money situation is a little bit different. I just hate that blanket statement that all oh, these kids are just going for the highest bidder. That's not always the case. It it probably was in this case with <laughs> Caleb. Definitely yes. wasn't in this case. Yeah. It probably was. And that's fine. That's his deal. But whatever, we don't know his situation. So I just hate that blanket statement about all these college kids are all in it just for the money. That's just not true. Well, we
0: are in it for the money here on this program. And KC gave us a nice $20, said, Andy, there are no rules anymore. There are all rain nil money. Oh, there there's a rule
2: Andy. Right here. An athlete is permitted to transfer once without penalty, allowing them to play immediately at their new schools. The transferring more than once would need a waiver. So there is a rule. Now that waiver seems to get given away, but there is a rule. So, so, so what? What Andy is saying, Eddie, is correct. That, is
1: no? <laughs> well, I guess maybe
0: is that the <laughs> college has to fill out one sheet of paper and fax it into the NCAA, and the kid can play. That's a exactly.
1: Who's looking at this
0: waiver? Who, who, yeah, who's like the there's a, of this? There's, a, there's an intern just sitting by the fax machine yeah. just taking them and saying, on. all yeah. right, Caleb Downs, yep, he's good. Yeah. Yeah. Jake Pope, <laughs> yep, all right. Yeah. <laughs> there, there, is there. right. Yeah. There, there is a rule. Yeah, uh, there is a rule, but there's – I don't know how much is behind it. Uh, Alvin Nixon watching from Augusta, Georgia. Hopefully be down there in a couple months with the uh, Masters. You got any tickets, Alvin? I would really love those. Uh, let's see here. Guys, uh, Ken from Cummings says, don't forget Jake Pope. Uh, he can yep. play safe. Garrett Key says, Ohio State's NIL collective, the Foundation, must have sold their soul to the devil after Michigan won Natty because they're on a roll right now. Yeah, so that article that came out, did you guys see Lane Kiffin? Uh, tweet that article out. Yeah, earlier today. Yeah, earlier today, basically saying Ohio State had spent $13 million, and that was before Caleb Downs. So now they're at $14 million. And then they got Julian sand, so I'm assuming quarterbacks probably go for more of a premium. Fifteen million they spent on a roster uh, this year, and they might not get past Michigan. So here's the other crazy part, guys: is there this whole thirty day rule uh, after a coach leaves is going to get interesting. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it did. It did for Alabama. I think Alabama would have had more guys leave had this been done a little earlier luckily for Alabama they didn't they didn't lose everybody they lost a ton but they didn't lose everybody uh, because classes have already started yeah uh, for a lot of schools add drop is done yeah yeah so you're going to have to make exceptions to these kids to come into your program and of course there's there's going to be exceptions to every rule right but the thing is Jim Harbaugh is looking around at NFL and he's interviewing again with the Falcons he's Mm. going to the nfl it might not be with the falcons we'll get we'll touch on him late later in the the show but he's going to the nfl so that window is then going to open up a 30-day window for these michigan kids to leave but it might not be until the middle of february right you can't accept these kids now you can accept them i guess they can't go through spring practice they have to go through summer and there's some weird workaround, right Right. but you wouldn't be able to work them out in spring practice because they're not enrolled as a student right right Yeah. yeah So you'd have to wait until you know May, whatever the summer semester is, get them on campus. Weird, very weird how this is working out. I don't think we'll see it very often though uh, with coaches yeah. waiting this long. But Michigan's going to have a run on their players too in a very similar
2: stance once Harbaugh leaves, right? Well, you know they're saying Brian Kelly is the guy that may replace Harbaugh, so then they right. LSU would have the thirty-day window. Correct. So who takes over LSU? I mean, do you think Lane Kiffin would go to LSU if they came calling? Of right.
1: course.
0: Yeah. And then there's a 30 day window for Ole Miss. <laughs> right, right. So, so it's like back in the day, Andy, when you play NCAA 14, the coaching exactly. carousel would happen. Yep. And so that, that top school, their coach leaves, and now that second to top school. And then it just bumps, it creates a domino effect. And what's going to end up happening is that domino effect is going to kind of, I mean, in this instant, is going to kind of screw the players almost because there's going to be very limited options. What are you going to do? Hey, I'm transferring to Georgia. But I'm going to finish out this semester at LSU. Can you please still pay for my schooling while I'm there? You know, like, I don't, it's just a very weird thing that's going to happen here. We haven't seen it yet because this whole new thing is is taken about uh, very recently, but it's going to happen. Harbaugh's going to leave. Somebody's going to take a big step from uh, it, whether it be Brian Kelly or somebody from a Power Five school, unless they hire from within uh, that Sharon Moore guy. That's the only option that, that Michigan has of retaining their players. I don't well, know. Here,
1: here's the here's the amazing thing to me, guys. We talked about Nick Saban, and he's the greatest of all time. I, I think he's better than any coach that's ever coached in college football. And that guy thinks through everything, every scenario, over and over and over. But I think he absolutely screwed the University of Alabama and his and I I think it was a rash decision because if Saban just goes through the spring and decides to retire. I don't know when when fall camp starts. None of these players are going to leave; they're going to be locked in. He made a rash decision, and I think it's costing Alabama dearly because a lot a lot of these players are leaving, and I think even more are going to leave when Kalen DeBoer comes in because there is going to be some players that don't jive with him. It's a different thing. There is another portal that opens up in the spring. Go ahead, Paul. You got something to say?
0: No, I, I think I think he had to leave now. You couldn't lead these kids on and, and say, "Hey, I am coming back." He's got you got to start recruiting the twenty five class and the twenty six yeah. class. You know, he, he, he had to leave when he did. It's just, so one of those there's, things so there's,
1: so there's really no good time to leave then. Right? I don't.
0: Yeah. So now that we're in yeah. this 12 month college football cycle uh, there, there isn't a good time to leave, Yeah. you know, because you leave right after the season ends, then all your guys have free roam to the portal. This might be the best time because some of those kids
1: have to stay uh, because of enrollment issues. So again, again, you got to have a succession plan in place and that may be involved somebody internally, externally, maybe impossible, right? Maybe Lane Kiffin was their guy. And he said, no, I don't know what happened there, but you know what I'm saying? If Kirby yeah. left tomorrow, Georgia would be in the lurch too, unless they promoted somebody from within and just move on on. Right. And that might, that might be, if we're looking forward ahead to college football, that might, that might be the only chance you
0: have of yeah. keeping your roster around right. is, Promoting from within you bring in a guy and Caleb DeBoer, I think is a really good coach. I haven't talked about it on the show yet uh, because I wasn't here when, when he got hired. I think he's a good coach. He has no ties to the Southeast though. Zero, none. Uh, And X's and O's great in the South. Kirby said it when he got to Georgia, it doesn't matter about the X's and O's. It's about the Jimmys and Joes. Like you have to be able to recruit those kids. And when he was at Washington, most of his players were from former head coaches at Washington. I think only three or four of the starters uh, were recruited by him, and they were all transfers. Hmm. So none of those guys that he had playing this year were any of his guys, right? right that he had molded and developed. Maybe that says a good thing on him. He was able to take guys that he didn't have any clue about and create a, a winning culture, or you know, he, he's already, he's already uh, behind the eight ball and not able to recruit. We'll see. Very real quick on the Alabama hire because
2: we didn't touch on it last week. A to F. Give it a grade, uh, Andy. I'll give it a B. I think he's a good coach, but no Southern ties. I'll give it a B. Okay. (sighs)
1: This is cheesy, but I'm going to say incomplete. I don't know. I mean, yes, Paul, he can coach. His record shows that. He's won everywhere he's been. But this is a different animal he's walking into. You know, it's it's the University of Alabama. He loses two games. Those fans are gonna be jumping off bridges and wanting him burned at the stake next year, right? I mean, Washington and the press, all that kind of stuff. Washington's a different animal. So I'm gonna say incomplete. I don't know. Yeah. I think I think B's fair. I think B if you're not going
0: incomplete, like I like that grade. I do like that grade. Incomplete grade. We haven't seen the full body of work. I'll go B though, just on the The actual x's and o's we'll see if he can we'll see if he can recruit though speaking of recruiting thursday friday i thought for sure bill belichick was going to be announced as the new falcons head coach that didn't happen now they're interviewing harbaugh a second time they have interviewed so many coaches i feel like this round it is unbelievable and i don't know if that's you know, credit to Zoom and Zoom taking over and then just able to say, hey, hop on yeah. a Zoom with us. Mm-hmm. We'll interview you. Uh, where does this coaching, where does this eventually end? Does it end this uh, upcoming week? Does it go past this week? Where in y'all's head
2: is this coaching higher uh, fiasco at this point? Where Where is it at? Do you think, are you asking who do we want it to end up being or are you asking no,
0: who do we where is it at in the process right now? Because Thursday, Friday, you could have sent me a text, either one of y'all, and said Billichek's the new head coach, and I wouldn't, I would have believed you 100%. Now you text me that, I'm gonna have to get like a second source confirmation. I'm gonna have to check the old Twitter because it it seemed like that was going on, and now it doesn't. So.
2: Where well, they, they still haven't. They still haven't completed the Rooney Rule, so that is something that right. you have to hire. You have to interview a minority in person. So they have not done that yet. So that is, you know, and I think they're Wilkes. Yeah, I think it is too.
1: Yeah, think yeah.
2: yeah. and mm-hmm. I think they were wanting to interview Steve Wilkes in person as well. You know, so and they've interviewed three via Zoom, but that doesn't yeah. count according right, to the right. Rules, right? So I mean, they got to get that done. So if that's the case, we're, I mean, we're still. I'd say at least a week away, but I think something will be announced by the end of this week. And I, ultimately, I think it's going to end up being Belichick. But that's what I think we'll end up being.
0: Yeah. Eddie, where is this uh, process at? You follow this pretty religiously. It yeah. seems like uh, it was almost over. And now, in my
1: opinion, it's almost restarted. Yeah, my it has. Yeah, I, forgive me, guys. Have they interviewed Todd Monken? I know they've interviewed Mike McDonald. No, have they, they, have not, not interviewed. they have not interviewed Todd Monken.
2: As far as I know, as far as I know, I was looking earlier, and they have not interviewed Monken.
1: I just wonder if that changes because Mike McDonald and Todd Monken looked amazing yesterday, and
2: Bobby Slowick did not. So uh, things change on a dime. Well, I know. Later, can I interrupt you? How it's do true. you feel about flow? Do you think because this is his first year as a coordinator, does, is no. that an issue with you? You don't yes. mind?
1: Yes. Yeah, okay. I, I, I don't want to go down that road either. But
0: okay. no, a first yeah. a first year coordinator, no. Like, yeah. Okay. Get a couple more years underneath your belt, right? and that's how I feel too. But and I think a, he's the umper comer guy. But you know, it's so
2: different in the NFL compared to college football, is it not? It because is. Glenn Schumann Dabo, Dabo wasn't even a he was never a coordinator. I mean, he's won two national championships. But so. look, Glenn Schumann has
0: been you know, forever. He's been at DC for four or five years now. And right. people are like, no way would I take him right. Run- he needs to go to a group of five first before he comes to a power five. It just, it's
1: different in the NFL. Your name can rise so fast in the NFL compared but, to college. But Munkin is not on the slowick level because he's done it before. He's been a head coach, and he's been a, a coordinator yeah. before for the NFL, right? So, But, Paul, back to your question, th- th- this is what bothers me. And I, I'm not as high on Belichick as everybody else seems to be right now. I think, from a selfish perspective, if we hired Belichick, uh, we would lead ESPN in August over Aaron Rodgers. The Falcons would be the talk of the NFL, so that would be kind of cool, right? I mean, we yeah. circus, it'd be, but we'd finally get some attention, Paul. We, hell, we may even get a night game and get out of that one. We will, we night. will definitely get a yeah. couple prime time. Yeah. Game so, so you know, sure. that, that's great. That we have not had any attention since Michael Vick and our Super Bowl run. That's been it pretty much. So that would be kind of cool. Um, and and I don't think Belichick's forgotten how to coach. The guy has made some personnel decisions that haven't been good lately. I think they all have, but he's a really good coach. But here's the thing that I don't understand. They've now interviewed Belichick twice, right? Mm-hmm. And now they're interviewing Harbaugh, who I want, the second time. So something tells me that there's something not jibing here, and I personally think it's Belichick. I think Belichick is being – torn with either money or control or both and they're not giving him what he wants i think it's more control more than anything they're not giving him the kind of control that he wants and i also think it's a push between him and blank on the ego side because i think belichick's kind of coach to say f you get back in the box and let me <laughs> coach his team and Blank's not like that at all so um you know that's that's where i am with that but I, i'm still on the Harbaugh train i want jim harbaugh and one more thing guys AJC had a very interesting article about Belichick. Why are the Falcons the only team that seems to be interested in Belichick? That to me is a red flag. Nobody else that has an opening is even talking to the guy. Why?
2: Well, I think I might have seen. Th- did I not hear only a game earlier today that Belichick was going to interview with the, um, I was going to say San Diego, uh, with the uh, out in Los Angeles? Yeah, you do that every time. You always call them San Diego. I, they're they're going to be San Diego. I haven't heard, yeah, I haven't no, heard that
0: either. Following Belichick's you know, comings and goings. Uh, you're the stats guy. Look that up for us. And you got like seven monitors over there. You can do that. Um, so uh, the dog father says, look, no other team has a magic city. That's why, that's why he's here. Yeah. Uh, that's what Belichick's impor- really interested in that. The pro- the problem is, guys, I think Belichick's, what, 72?
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: We have three years Yes, out of him, max, maybe 75. I mean, even if he were to come in here and crush it, you've probably got a three-year window. Alex Page, I'm going to give you some homework. Who's the oldest head coach in the NFL? How old was he? Because I'm curious. Like, who's the oldest guy ever to coach a football game in the NFL? 75? I mean, you're only getting three years out of him at the
2: the most. You have to still get a quarterback. I got that answer if you want it for the oldest coach. Who's the oldest? Romeo Cornell, he was 73 years and 199
1: days. Wow. I had no idea he was that old.
2: Yeah. So who's underneath him? Um, George Hallis and then Marv Levy and then Pete Carroll. So yeah. And then Belichick's probably well, close. Belichick is fifth on the list at 71 years, 269 days. So yeah. So he's
0: 72 now. You have him for two years. He will be the oldest person to ever coach an NFL team yeah. and that's that's bringing him in right now to try to rebuild try to grow your program you have two years until he's the oldest guy to ever coach a team
1: I don't know that he'd do this but what if you brought in Belichick and you brought in Vrabel to coach the defense and he's your he successor? going well I don't I don't know that he would either Paul but They'd I'm just bring just bring no, in no, I 100% agree with you. I'm just saying if he's and and I read blank is desperate to hire Belichick, that's really great when your owner's desperate to hire a coach. My god, I mean, come 72, on. I know at 72, but I mean, you're right, Paul. I don't think Vrabel would ever do that, but you never know. That's his boy Belichick. What if they said, okay, we got a three year plan here, Belichick's here for three years, then you take it over after that? I would be on board with that, I think that'd be great.
2: And it was actually Brable that I saw that was interviewing with um, – Yeah, um, I don't
1: think Belichick's name has been brought uh, up
0: uh, anywhere else, which, Eddie, that is that is a little concerning. Yeah. Uh, James Carraway, this is my thing right here. He said, at this point, I don't care who they pick, just make sure you go get Kirk
2: Cousins. One million, billion, trillion percent. But did you see what Kirk Cousins said? He said he would love to play for Belichick. Yep. Man. What are you trying for? Right you trying now, right for? Now, Putting you on the spot, Eddie. Who do the Falcons end up with and who is their starting quarterback next year? So take my heart out of it. Who do they end and up not, with? Not who you want, not what you would wish would happen, but who do you think will be the head coach and who do you think is going to be the starting quarterback?
1: I have this sneaking suspicion that Belichick does like Rex Ryan a few years ago and leaves us at the altar and goes somewhere else. Harbaugh's not the guy. And it's like um, who's a D- Detroit guy? I'm sorry, his name escapes me. Um, ben Johnson. Ben Johnson. Yeah. yeah, and I think they'll hire like a Ben Johnson. Paul, what do you think happens? A quarterback? You asked me, quarterback. Um, I think they draft a quarterback. I don't think they go. I, I think they draft a quarterback and put him in. Wow. Hopefully, it's Jaden Daniels, but I don't think it will be. At eight,
2: I think it's Belichick and Cousins. That's what I think is going to happen. I think, and wrong? I. Think, I think it'll get announced this week that Belichick's the head coach. And Kevin thinks the Gators and or he said Desmond Ritter and Ben Johnson. But
0: no, there's no way Desmond Ritter is Desmond running Ritter,
1: out of there. <laughs> he played his last game the last time. Who do you think, Paul?
2: Right now. Let's go Harbaugh. Oh. And you think that'll happen? You think that's a le- see, I don't think that's a legit possibility. Look, I
0: think if it was gonna be I think if it was gonna be Belichick, it would have already been announced. I don't well, know. They've met up a lot. I, think,
2: I just think they gotta get past the Rooney rule. I, I just think they're going through they're interviewing everyone. I, I think they're just doing it. Do you deal. think
1: they've already worked it out with Belichick? They gotta do one or two more interviews just to check the box and then they're I done. think I think it's a done deal personally. Yeah. But, All
0: right, fine. Belichick. Belichick and Cousins. If that's the case, I'm cool with it. I'm fine with it because I, I do not think drafting a quarterback at eight is the right move because all the guys are going to be gone. Shoot him says, watch us end up with Bo Nix. I would riot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Alex, Alex asked the they're, question. They're he sitting said,
1: waiting? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Back up there. Would would that be would that be a riot if he sits in waiting behind Kirk Cousins and learns for a year or two? Yes, because there's no reason to draft him at the eighth pick when you need help. No, no, no. It. Did he oh, say that? The I, I agree so, at the eighth pick, but I'm talking about later
0: on.
2: No, what I mean, about
0: what if he in the third round? What if he can
1: bonus? you don't
0: think? No, look it up right now. Look where he's going in mock drafts. He's not in the third round at all.
2: Oh, next mock draft. Let's see. If he goes
0: uh, in. Alex Page, while you're looking that up, says, uh, Paul, what's your defin- definition of crush it? Win the division and make a run to the NFC title game or make it to the Super Bowl? Uh, probably make it to
1: the uh, NFC title game. Hey. The definition of crushing it as the Falcons is a winning record. That's crushing it nowadays. So what I'm what I'm getting at though is
0: you're you're only going to have two years of this guy for he's the oldest head coach in NFL right. history. Right. You got you got a, a small window, right? Yeah. And he he doesn't have time to rebuild this whole roster. He doesn't have time to go through here and do everything that he probably wants to do.
1: But he doesn't have to. That's the thing with the Falcons, Paul. He's Are
2: got. He you just made that up. He's literally projecting. All right, all right, right here. This says Nick's um, comes off the board in the third round in the projection. This is mm-hmm. on. SM. I swear, I'm reading it right here. All right, all right, all right. Put some, put some money on it. Put some money. No on it. I don't money on it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. you are stupid enough to trade up to the first pick of the draft and draft him. So no, there's, there's no way I would, I would put money on it.
1: I agree with Trevor there. I like the Dallas Turner pick at eight. I agree with that. If you get Kirk Cousins, go a different direction. I agree.
2: Would you get? In or defensive line, or would you go offensive line though? Uh, with what? With the eight yeah. pick. I mean, I there know, may I be think a guy at trade down, but I, I want some offensive
0: linemen. But I take I take Dallas Turner. What's crazy is I've seen a ton of mock drafts where the uh, picks one through seven are all offensive guys. Dallas is the first guy off the board as a defensive what? player,
3: uh,
0: which I think's interesting. Yeah. This is a this is an interesting thing here by uh, Bob Clyburn, a little BC coming in with some knowledge. Says, uh, imagine if the most successful coach of all time is bypassed by the Falcons and he goes on to win another Super Bowl team. That is something that's a little bit wild because we're going to look back on this. I mean, we're, we already know now. Bill Belichick's the GOAT. Is he not? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And we're sitting here. Myself is included. My, I'm included in this, being like, no, nah, I don't want the guy. He's the GOAT. And I'm like, I don't, I don't want the guy. So Bob is putting us in a little bit of perspective here, which is interesting.
2: Um, Think about it this way. He is the he was the coach of the other team that ripped our hearts out. What if he comes in and wins the whole thing for us and just returns the favor and wins a Super Bowl for the Falcons? Yeah,
1: the irony there is just
2: irony would be crazy. So and also this mock draft has Bo Nicks going 14th overall. So yeah,
0: he's going first round, Andy. Like I said, you want to put some money on him going third round? I'll give you great odds. Okay. 10 to one. No, uh, no no not that much um let's see here <laughs> garrett key says yeah. who's that hot tight end out of yeah, iowa exactly we know that's who. building. yep and
2: that he would be in a year or two but
0: yeah that would be crazy uh james says we haven't had a pass rush since nam get dallas turner i mm-hmm. agree mm-hmm. Alex page falcons need an edge pass rusher totally Absolutely. agree
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh KC says we keep buying old toys i want some new toys quarterback and edge rusher yeah. Uh, let's see. This, yes. So Curtis Maximus, aka I don't know why he changed his picture. I will always remember him as Pickleus Cage. He really needs to change it back, honestly. Uh, that's a pretty when, sick, date, though. That's pretty sick. That yeah, it is. It's nice. Uh, would another team
1: want Nick Saban right now? Absolutely. Yes. Right? Yeah, but I mean that's a silly question because Nick Saban's not going anywhere. I mean he's he's. But, I think
0: what Curtis Maximus is getting at, they're the same age.
2: Yeah,
1: I think that's his point. Yeah. Okay. Uh,
2: they're a little different. I mean, Alabama's yeah. on top yeah. of the world, and and, and and Saban's doing it with a different quarterback every year or coordinator. So, yeah, I, I'm with you it's on that.
0: Also, it's also a little different, too, in the sense that if we're talking about Saban in college football, absolutely, because he would – I mean, let's say, let's say he goes to Pitt. Right? Didn't he coach at Pitt for a little while? Say so goes back to Pitt. He's going to bring in, you thought Deion Sanders at Colorado brought in transfers. Nick Saban would remodel the entire Pitt team and win the ACC this year. Going yeah. away. Yeah. He would like, first he would even have the kids in on spring practice and yeah. somehow they would win. Yeah. Uh, so it's a little different with, with uh, Nick Saban. Now, in the NFL, would you take Nick Saban? That's an interesting, interesting kind of proposal there. It's yeah. a little different. He can't build that team up. Yeah. He can't he can't put out the bat signal, you know, right. and, and all these kids are like, oh, Nick Saban's at pit now. Yeah. I'm going to pit. And the NFL put, it's roster management.
2: Can you put up that that question by John Radford? And what do you think about that? Would you lose a late pick for Rattler? I will say this. Brent Rollins said <laughs> yeah,
1: take Brad Rattler He's in the third. high on him. And but that's assuming you have Kirk
2: Cousins as your quarterback. Yeah, for sure. For sure. If you have Kirk Cousins and then that's an intriguing how late, of a, how late of a pick. Would you go third round? Would you or would, would you oh. draft him that early? You wouldn't take oh. him that early? No.
1: Fifth round, yeah, sure. I don't know where he's where he's being. mocked. Okay, See, we'll if back it's back. a late pick, I'm gonna stick with my guy. I'd take Michael Penix on a late pick. I'd take a chance on that guy later. Michael Penix is going. He's probably going eighth pick. You can have him at eight. You want Penix or you no, want Cousins? No, 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 no. He's he's going to go to the second round, I would think. After that performance in the in the national championship, he dropped way off.
2: You don't think so? No, 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 no. Okay. This has Rattler going in the fourth round, around the the one hundredth pick. So,
0: yeah, maybe if we if we get the rest of the the holes filled that we need. Um, yeah, James Caraway. Pen- uh, Penix is going top ten. Really? He's going top ten.
4: Oh, Ooh, okay.
0: Shooter says, Shooter says uh, they're talking about Penix that's, kind of the that's what i see.
1: seen.
2: Yeah, ahead. I've seen Go. Penix in the. Yeah, I don't think he's going after that. After that game, I don't think he is. You could get him with our forty fourth pick.
1: Is is where I think he'd be available. Ooh, I don't know. Gonna I second don't round. Think. You want to put some money on that one? No. <laughs> uh
0: Gators KB twelve. Is
2: this KB – is this that's, the That's KB my guy? friend, Yeah, that's the guy that um that I was telling you. Oh, I thought you. this was – because I, I got a Gators friend. His initials are KB, too. So – This is my friend, Kevin. He's the one that is trying to hook you up with some work. But, you know, he – Oh, he's, nice. He's slow he, like he the
1: Gators. It, he made it through the whole year this year without an injury. I mean, I know he's had two ACLs, but he wasn't he's, He His medical – the problem
0: is, Alex Page will tell you, too. His medical, once he goes through all those NFL yeah. teams, yeah. there's going to be some
2: red flags. Well, that'll Maybe, drop he, him,
1: too. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I think you he got the
2: second round easy. I mean, you saw it with kobe Dean. and you uh, saw it with yeah. Arnold Washington. Yeah. 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 Right.
0: yeah, we've seen it a lot. We've seen it a lot. Um, let's see here. Yeah. Look, Dogfather's is right. already on. We thought yeah. Nicole would go round one too until the NFL medical team started digging at the combine. Yeah, yeah it's very, very true. Um he says, Paul, are you reading? You are reading my mind. I know. It's just, you know, when you have that connection, Dogfather. <laughs> hey, just so you guys know, Dogfather is live on TikTok damn near every time I'm on TikTok. But his wife knows more about football than he does. Oh, is that right? Well, we need to have yeah. her on instead of him next time. Right. Yeah, his wife knows that's way better. more about football than he does. I'm not kidding either. The woman is a... a, a the, and the dog the mother? mother? Is it the dog, the dog mother? mother. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what her name is. Hmm. Um, the dog mother. I don't know if that's it. I don't know how that, that doesn't fall off the tongue like the dog father no it doesn't dog right. mother is a little <laughs> yeah and maybe a different name.
1: Yeah.
0: um tree cracker that's a hell of a name brother that's your facebook <laughs> name too says, good evening and go dogs that's a that's wild good evening to you too um we've got somebody waiting in the back let's see no uh I- He doesn't have his camera on, so I think we're going to go – we're going to maybe come back to him later. Okay. Uh, David Williams says, go dogs." Real quick before we wrap up this Falcons chatter, anybody else that you would be okay with, uh, Harbaugh or Belichick, besides those two?
2: I mean, there's some good coordinators out there, but I want someone that's experienced. I just think I think we need a guy that's been a head coach, and and that's why I think if we're going to a coordinator, I would say go to Monken because he was a head coach. I know it's college, but you're still running a program. You're being a little biased, and I am biased. I love, but hey, sure. what what has he done this year? With uh, yeah, he looks, he looks that game last night. I mean, that's okay. Yeah, you could see another, him dialing up
1: another, those plays. M- another Munkin's a genius, man. He was he was dialing him up last night. It, he's awesome. My my pick is Mike Rabel. That's okay. Right.
0: James Caraway says Aaron Glenn. I like that. So that's the Lions uh defensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. Joe Brady. Yeah, Weird that- how Joe Brady's name has come back out around this time. It, he was the hot name a couple years ago. Yeah, he was with when with LSU. And
2: uh it was one of those things where we, we kind of forgot where he he was. You know, he had so went to the he had went to the Panthers, and he got fired So yeah. and he, for like half a year. Yeah. Uh, Alex Page says uh, Wilkes or Morris? Well, see, Morris? I like Raheem
0: Morris, too. Yeah, I like Morris. Morris.
1: Yeah. yeah. I like Raheem Morris. Yeah. And I do think uh, there's a connection there. What, he coached the Falcons for two games. Blank knows him and likes him, I think. So, yeah.
0: Garrett Keyes being funny tonight said uh, Dan Quinn, round two. Garrett is also trying to get banned from the show. It's crazy. It's unbelievable. Uh, Trevor says Mike McDonald. I wouldn't be opposed to that. He's, but he's also a young. I don't know, man. Yeah, I don't know if Blanks going that way. KC says Harbaugh. The Chop says Rahim. Rahim, not mm. Rahim. Rah- Rahim. Hmm. I like that. What's Barry Watts talking about? This is a, this is a wild take from uh, from B Dubs. He says uh, I believe Jerry Jones is planning on hiring Coach Prime and drafting his son at quarterback look that might be one of those things barry if that does happen you can go back and clip this and become an absolute genius uh, i just don't i don't know if that happens or not um but we'll see dan campbell has swayed me on needing a on needing a play card just want the best leader Dude, yeah dan campbell
1: 100%. I'm, I'm all Hey, the the players after the uh, when they were being interviewed after the game were just gushing about campbell Just they love the guy. They they'd run through. I know it's stupid to say the proverbial wall. They'd run through, but it seems like that's the way he coaches his team. They love the guy. And let let's let it. You know, let me remind you.
0: Three years ago today was when he got hired, and he had that press conference. And everybody was like, "Yo, this is not the guy." What is he drugs? Yeah, he, <laughs> was, he looked
2: like he was so messed up. I mean, what you know, is this guy doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I remember, like on ESPN, they were talking about. They were like, "How did this guy get a job?" Because right. yeah, I think it was like, "You can't hire Eric Bieniemy, but you can hire this guy." I mean, it was so. And what about Bieniemy? Where do y'all stand on him? I mean, he's been interviewed
1: like twelve times, and yeah. nobody's given him a shot. Something is he going to get the? Is he going to get the somebody, Washington well, job? I mean, somebody's somebody.
0: eventually going to somebody's eventually going to give him the head coaching job. Yeah. Within, it's, no. it's either going to be a, a huge success or a huge fail. There's going to be a bunch of guys sitting back going, damn, I could have had him three years yeah. ago. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. No. Um, so uh, Nick B says, Ray Goff. Yeah, call him up, Nick. See what, <laughs> see what he's up to. See if he wants to lead these Falcons to the promised land. Uh, Dogfather says, hell, why not just Arthur, Arthur Smith?
1: His his uh, office, you know, it's already there. Nah, nah, he's trolling. Get the dog mother on. I'm tired of that. <laughs> Someone that knows football. Yeah, get yeah, the dog right. On.
0: I don't believe this, KC. KC says it's going to take at least five no, years to turn the totally around. Totally disagree with that.
1: Totally disagree. What do you think, Eddie? I just said I totally disagree. I think that's a horrible take. The Fal- The Falcons could have made the playoff. All right, let's just let's just say this right now. Or I'll ask you guys this: If everything's the same this year and Jim Harbaugh is our football coach this year, do we go to the playoffs?
2: Yes, probably. 900- yeah,
1: hundred. Percent we there were at least three games that Arthur Smith pissed away because of clock management, stupid play calls, or he wouldn't get the ball to his playmakers, or he'd give the ball to a playmaker and then sit him down because he's tired of him making good plays. And Arthur then the best, Smith the best part play.
0: about it, the best part about it is when you throw that third string tight end in there and oh, you yeah. get him to pass to the second yeah, string yeah. tight end. Yeah, that, brilliant. That's that's brilliant. They Just won't brilliant. see that coming.
1: The okay. NFL well, is like this. this. It's for all teams, guys. It's this close. You know, every yeah. game goes down to the wire. There's three or four games you win or lose on the last play. The Falcons are not that far. And I'm not saying they're going to be Super Bowl contenders next year, but, it, but look hey, at the, 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 the Bucks. The, I know. Look at the Bucks. They played really well today and, and, and yeah. could have beaten Detroit. I mean, they gave them a run for their money. So, and the Bucks are garbage. I'm sorry. They're garbage. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, we, hell, we beat Green Bay
2: this year. Think about that for a second. Now, yeah. I know it was early in the year, but we beat them. Well, here's your question. What if the Falcons had a healthy Kirk Cousins this year? Would they have made the playoffs? Oh, oh hell, yes. Well, that's the point. You are one or two players away from winning three or four more games. So
1: Hell, you win five games with Kirk Cousins. Well,
2: there you go. But that's, that's the thing. Like when they said it's, you know, that they're five years away. No, they're – Two or three players away, and in they're coach. in a
1: great position salary great. cop wise. They have a pretty, yeah they they have a pretty good defense. I know they got some older guys they got to figure out what to do with, but they
2: can make some moves. They're in a good draft position right now, so well, things. Are there you go. You get Dallas Turner, you get Kirk Cousins, and then you just keep working on the O line and D line, yeah. yeah. and you have a coach that is competent. That's not an idiot like Arthur Smith, right. who's he's a genius. Close the show out, Paul. We're good. So. Man,
0: I'm telling you, you bring in Harbaugh, you bring in Kirk Cousins, you draft Dallas Turner. Man, I'd be happier than to pick in some slop, brother.
2: <laughs> Are you going to go to a Falcons game next year if, if you have Jim Harbaugh as the head coach? Will you well, be? Why out? don't
0: Why don't we just do a live show at the game?
2: Oh, yeah. get you Spot. out
0: of, Get you out of the house,
2: Andy. There you go. Hey, I've been. I was out of the house all day. I was at my sister's. Go down to show.
1: hang out at the Gulch, Andy, and we can do the show from there. Yeah, let's do it.
2: Uh, we do
0: have. For, I don't know. I didn't invite him, um, but he is in the background. Um, he's here.
4: Oh damn it! I thought I wasn't on. I, I was still. Oh, you were, brother. Did, did, <laughs> we'll did you to see to that you. whole thing in the um, before I came on? I was just following oh, yeah, him yeah the whole time. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, the key question is: the Falcons may be in the Super Bowl if they sign Lamar Jackson. I'm just saying. <laughs>
2: God, how old Eddie, why did you if, not sign Lamar Jackson? Eddie had all of the dude.
4: So weird, he he says he doesn't so regret weird. the decision.
2: The well, case is the crazy he's an idiot though. I mean
4: Arthur Blank your owner says I don't regret it it's keeping Desmond Ritter over Lamar Jackson. You could say you know what he's a good player. I messed Why are you up. Here? What? Yeah, I mean one point? Yeah. Irrelevant. Yeah. So. We don't have
1: Lamar Jackson, you do. You're probably going to the Super Bowl. Congratulations. Yeah.
4: Hey, if the
2: Falcons are so dumb, why were the Ravens like going to let him go? That's I mean, the Ravens weren't sold on him either because
4: they're an elite organization that knew how to negotiate. The whole preface (laughs) of that deal
2: was the fully guaranteed
4: money. I was was honestly
0: look, look, Eddie. Here's what happened. I saw he he got into the back of the chat right, and I was like, you know what? We're about to move on to Georgia basketball. Ben keeps bugging me saying, oh, I want to talk about Georgia basketball. So I bring him on, and this is the shit that he says. He talks about Lamar Jackson again wearing his Ravens beanie. Like, congratulations. <laughs> Congrats.
2: Hey, I will say, I, I, after last night, I think they might be the best team in football. I think they might win the yeah, whole sure. thing. Yeah,
0: sure. Congratulations.
2: They are good. So.
0: Congrats, Ben. What else do you want
4: to talk about today? All right, I pissed you off, so I achieved my first goal. All right, so I will say this, Paul. I told you before the year, that I said Georgia basketball this year was going to push for the tournament. I know yesterday there were some people because I had to deal with some of the. I mean, all weekend, Paul, we've been taking shots for the Kale Down stuff from people on the vault, vent, wherever. And the hoops board was kind of similar with that Kentucky game. I think, despite losing by single digits, which I know it's not acceptable, but it's a top 10 team, which is a top five talent team in college basketball. On and the you Bears. were getting
1: run off the floor for most of the game, really. So you were, they were getting-
4: resilient. And I you, know, this, I know. I'm this, giving them some this credit. This is the difference with Georgia basketball to me because I've been following them and all sorts of college basketball for years. I said last year to a lot of people who have been following forever that they need better shooting and they need depth. And also I think that there's a third thing. They need a legitimate big, and I think to Chua, you, you can't rely on him consistently. You can't. So he's maybe one of the holdups. But they he's can terrible. shoot. People they can shoot. they a big upgrade from what we have had. But go ahead. Oh, 100% from Bridges. They they didn't have a big last year. They just didn't. So when you look at this year, they have four to five legit shooters. Last year, they had one who emerged Mm -hmm. in the middle of the year and Raheem, who's who's incredible, who I think is one of two players on this team that will be NBA draft picks one day will be Raheem and Silas Demery. I'm not saying first round picks, Paul. I said draft picks. Because Raheem is a six eight guy with a legacy. I've heard, and maybe Eddie watched his dad. And I've I've heard from oh, everybody yeah. that his dad. Remember watched Raheem? Player. You watched him. Well, I heard he was the best high school basketball player ever in the state of Georgia. Like oh, he was much, awesome. Ever. Yeah. So when you look at that, he has that pedigree and his ability to shoot at six eight as a forward is going to translate to any basketball level. And he's he's your scorer, but Silas Demery is the glue to that team. If he can develop consistent shot a little bit more. He's the type of star player that can be a first-round pick. Think about this, Paul. I don't think people know this. Bronny James signed with USC Mm -hmm. because they went out and wanted Bronny James. Silas Demery was signed to USC. They booted him for Bronny, who isn't playing or doing much for USC. Yeah. Thank God, because now Demery is one of the biggest star freshmen in all the SEC by far. Mm -hmm. And now you have a star player that you looked at at Florida. He had Trey Mann, I believe, who's actually doing good things in the NBA. He has that, I think, with Silas Demery, if he can be a 2-3-year college player. I, I think he has that. And this team, if they can win this week, I think they have LSU. They should beat LSU at home. There should be no excuses. You should beat them. They're one of the worst teams in, in the SEC. If they go on the road next weekend and beat Florida on the road, which I think is a personal game to him with how the yeah. fans treated him. Yeah. Down there, Sure. They're a tournament team. My only concern is when you've played a top, like, ranked team, when you've played Miami early in the year, when you played Tennessee – when you played Kentucky, you couldn't get that win. If they can get that one signature win, it's that ranked team. I think they'll get a lot of national talk because it's slowly growing. And I think this team could be a tournament team and actually be something that we can have fun covering. Because in the past, Paul, me, you, and Jason have been like, okay, we got to cover Georgia this week. And it's like same old, same old. If we have the basketball to cover. Hey, Ben, Ben, you know what's funny? You know what's funny? As you said, he got
0: booted from USC, but I disagree. And so does his father, Silas Dimery. He says, No, no, they did not. Oh, they didn't um, put him. Boom. There you go. That shows <laughs> who watches the show, baby. Yeah. Silas Dimory out there. Get him, here. Mr. Dimory. Get him. <laughs> Get him.
1: Yeah, you gave us hell. Mr. Dimory's giving you hell back. Well, I, I I'm gonna jump in here, Ben, because I said Sunday night, you weren't on the show, but I said going into this week, which was South Carolina, Kentucky, you split this week and you're in great shape. And that's exactly what they did. Well, they hadn't won – They hadn't won in South Carolina since the arc was built, it seemed like, right? I mean, they finally won in South Carolina. That was a huge deal. Now, this Saturday, yesterday's game, I think, was just ripe for the taking for Kentucky because I asked Dasher about this, and he asked Mike White about it, and Mike White even admitted – they did not prepare like they should have for this evisic kid. Is that how you say it? Because exactly. they didn't get... he went, he went absolutely crazy. Right. But I'm it's saying so he was crazy. ineligible until what three o'clock on Saturday afternoon. And yeah, yeah, that was yes. Spine tape on him, and they didn't prepare for him jacking up. Three there was times. no tape. He was he's never right the game. exactly. So they were yeah. completely caught off guard. Now next time they're going to be more prepared for him. But that was just a tough situation. And he scored what 13 points. There's a difference in the game right there.
4: Right and uh, yeah, he was because you can't cover. I mean, was he seven? He's got to be over seven. Seven foot three. And three. Yeah, and if you can, if you're seven three and can shoot, you can't defend it. Are they at Thompson guarding him? Mike Thompson? Yeah. Might be six three, yeah. might be. And I'm sitting there. I'm like, he, he doesn't have the length or the the height to cut the, to guard him. But I think the the interesting point you brought the South Carolina win. There's two other quick points. One, they can mm-hmm. win on the road, which it's hard as hell to win on the road. And two. This team's won so many different ways. When they played Arkansas, Techua went off. Yeah. When they played in South Carolina, they they only made three three three-pointers against South Carolina. And that team, remember when they played Tennessee, they hit double-digit three-pointers. They were up double digits. They were were shooting incredibly well behind the arc. When they played South Carolina, they couldn't hit a jumper to save their life. Save their life. It was free throws. It was defense. They've won different ways. So I appreciate that about this team, that there are nights where Raheem against Arkansas was was awful. and they uh-huh. found a way to win. Yep. So knowing that this team can win different ways gives me hope that this team could be a tournament team.
1: And, they, and Mike White has also made an emphasis, and we saw this against South Carolina, free throw shooting. That has been the bane of this team for years. They can't make free throws, and that's what South Carolina did. They missed a ton of free throws, and that a cost ton. them a basketball game. And we're making free throws. That's huge. Look, I
0: will say, I will say this since Mr. Dimery is in here. Your son's a baller. Uh that oh, he's first. awesome he was- the, the craziest thing for me with Demery 100%. is he can play the most talented court. guy on the team. Yeah, he can play point guard, but he's also in there rebounding. Like, oh, yeah, like he's in there a good bit down there getting the boards for himself. Um, I like Demery, I like Blue Kane. I think, uh, I, Mr. Dimery, if you can relate to uh, Demery Jr., to tell Blue Kane, if you're wearing black shoes, put the black socks on. He's got white socks on with the black shoes, it's throwing me off a little bit. Maybe see if you can't get Young Silas to uh, give him some. Fashion and God advice. knows
1: we can't have Paul thrown off while he's sitting on his couch watching a basketball game. Right.
0: <laughs> just see if you can see if you can give him a little fashion advice. Maybe you could give him a call, Mister Silas, and just say, "Hey, man, I'm sending you some black Nike socks to pull with the black shoes. You know, I'll be good. You know, that's that's all I'm asking. The kids, I, I like them a lot. Justin Hill is really good. Yeah, I mean, it, this this team, the I think the thing that we probably ask for the most is um is just a competitive team yes yeah.
1: give us you some know, hope right
0: we have yeah. some hope and look silas will be back next year look look he agrees he agrees the white socks with the black shoes i'm just saying just just help help us out mr silas see if you can't put a, put a little butter if i see black socks with black shoes next game i'll know it was from me and we'll, we'll do that um, <laughs> Look, AP, he says appreciate you coaching kiss upon the drip. Yeah, you can't you can't do that. <laughs> you can't do that. You know, and I'm looking a little looking a little homely myself, but I got I got a date with the barber tomorrow, you know. So yeah, give me a, give me some give me, a, give me some slack. Um but this team, all, all we like to see is just a, a team is competitive and and they definitely are,
2: without a doubt. Every game that I watch 56% from three point yesterday. That's I mean, that's crazy.
1: Yeah, and
0: and Kentucky was just shooting shooting the gym out. I mean, yeah, they were they were shooting from everywhere. Um, the big Z—that's what they kept calling him because I don't think they could really pronounce his name because they didn't think he was going to be playing um, for Kentucky. Eddie, you want to try to pronounce that name? No. He's the
4: new DJ Ukulele of college basketball.
1: Yeah, that's a good comparison. That's right.
4: Yeah,
1: a Ivic. Zavan Zavimir. If
0: us, if, ooh. yeah, he's definitely a Croatian. He's, he's definitely a Croatian. Ritsch or, Ritsch. or Swedish or something.
2: I think it's, it's got to be Croatian. So. Yeah, he's Croatian.
0: You're right. Six two two thirty four. He's a hundred percent one of the seven Yeah, guys. Seven yeah, seven two seven three. Who's counting? Um, let's get uh, before we get out of here, though. Let's get um, the man. He says, "My wife knows football." Good. <laughs> <laughs> Why isn't she on? <laughs> yeah, where is she at? Why doesn't yeah, she ever she get on with
3: us? She shoes? is right next to me. And Eddie, I wore this just for you, man. Yo, that, back. that hoodie is kind of fire. That, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the old
1: logo. That's awesome. I love it. Yeah.
3: And uh, I, I would be remiss, Mr. Dimery. I don't know what happened over at USC, but I will tell you this I'm just enamored with the fact that your son is a basketball player at the University of Georgia. Thank you very much. Damn right.
0: Also, shout out your TikTok so he can come watch you after this. You know? There you go. Yeah. Um, no, I want that hoodie though. You can send that to me. Um, we'll take that as payment for shouting out your TikTok this whole time. But, uh, <laughs> how's how's the new puppy? How's things going over there?
3: Lad is good. He uh he ate just a while ago, and he's got the uh, the zoomies is what we call it. He is kind of zooming all over the uh, the living room right now. So uh, he's he's doing really well. Uh, got him a couple of weeks ago, and just really enjoying heading around. This is our second one, so uh, love having this little man in the house right now. It's awesome. He's got a dog. Name, he's got a dog named Lad, Andy. Where's your dog? I, he's
2: he's he's around, just not not around close enough. Now, I don't have one, man. I'm,
1: I know. I have yeah. Come yeah. on. Andy. I, What's your
2: dog? I'm not here. I'm only here like three hours a day, though, So Yeah,
1: but nothing better than having a dog greet you. Oh, it is way, a great there's extent. an old saying you could throw your wife in the trunk and the dog in a trunk, lock the trunk and then open it. Who's going to be the happiest to greet you? The, the dog. dog every that's time. A that's a very good point. <laughs> that's That's uh, that's wild, Eddie. Yeah. I'm gonna show you. It's true. Why it's don't you try it, Paul, and see what
0: happens. I don't think I don't know. I don't know how I what you know, good dog father? We got like five minutes left. I should have brought you on earlier, but Ben took your spot, unfortunately, and I apologize. For yeah, that. I,
3: well, I, I can appreciate being because being always brings that good stuff to the vault and the vent. So I, I'm much obliged to Ben being here for sure. Mm. Uh, just to catch up on the big Z stuff, you can't tell me that kid doesn't have Nikolai Jokic DNA yeah. in his body somewhere. Yeah. I mean, That's that he call. could. Shoot, he could rebound. He could pass. I mean, he came in and it was lights out. I mean, 100. What was it? 105 points they scored. I think he had yeah, 80 of
0: them. Yeah. No, he he looked good. Uh, that this Kentucky team. I think Dash said it too on uh, his the dashboard. Which, if you guys are watching, that's one of my favorite pieces. He does like kind of an opinion piece on Sundays where he kind of wraps up everything from the week. Yeah. Uh, and he was like, "Look, this Kentucky team is probably Final Four team." And they got oh, they got no. that Aaron Bradshaw kid too. He's a freshman, 7-1. You put both of them in there, there's not a team that can and both of them can shoot too. Like, and the
4: Wagner kid was like the number two high school recruit in the country. Yeah, that they yeah.
0: had. And they have uh they got uh what is this Reed Shepherd kid? I mean they got a they got a good they got a good team. They got a good team.
2: Yeah, I think Dash uh, said it was the he thought it was um Coach Cal's best team that he's had there. So. No,
0: yeah, I think so. They're they're uh, clicking on all cylinders, but who knows? Uh, before we get out of here, Dogfather and Ben, since you want to come in here and talk about uh, talk about Ravens keeping Lamar, um, who's your head coach and who's your quarterback for
4: the Falcons next year? Who do I think it's going to be, or who who do I think it should be? Who do you think it's going to be? I think it's going to be Belichick because I don't think that you wouldn't have this level of reports and he wouldn't be showing up at Atlanta Chick-fil-A's. If yeah, that uh, was 2019, Ben. It was fact-checked. Yeah. Much oh, like Mr. Damn, damn I won't believe that. Um, second I think if, if he's sending out the, the private jet and he's interviewing him twice. I also, I, I have a feeling Belichick is very particular about the jobs he wants. Yeah. So that might be my counter to the fact that he's only been interviewed by one team. I think it's Belichick. And also I think the quarterback's Kirk Cousins. Because I think if you take Belichick, you need a proven veteran quarterback, not a drafted young quarterback. And I wouldn't mind – I think if you guys – my last point, if you had Belichick, McDaniels as OC, Cousins, you're a competent offense and your defense will be great. So you'll be a playoff team. So yeah. in
1: that scenario, Ben, are you saying they don't need to draft a quarterback at all this year? I don't know
4: about it at all, but not in the first round. If you get okay. Cousins, you can go second round or third, yeah. depending on who's okay. there. Fair. If
1: it blows
2: up,
3: take back next year.
2: Exactly, yeah. dog father.
3: I think it's Belichick too, and I'm right on what Ben's saying. It. I think it's Cousins. As long as you can get him to sign and get out of Minnesota, uh, and as far as drafting a quarterback, I did put a, a a message in the chat a while ago. You know, you've got one through three in the draft looking at quarterbacks. So if you were looking at, you know, trying to trade up. The the draft capital you would have to use to get up there is going to be ridiculous to try to get one of those spots. They don't need to do that. So, I mean, whoever it was that talked about Dallas Turner, I'm all about that. Bring Cousins in. Get your quarterback of the future next year. But I want to leave one thing with you guys. Uh, It's been mentioned that Belichick has been – the only interview he's taken is in Atlanta. Uh, But they have continued to interview past that point. Now, what is the possibility – that Belichick brings his guys with him from New England. But some of these other guys that are interviewing right now that don't get head head coaching jobs somewhere else, is he vetting them for a possible spot on his staff?
0: What? So, like, that would be absolutely wild. So I'm just picturing what you're saying. He's, like, sitting in there with Arthur Blank, Rich McKay, and Terry (laughs) Fontenot, and, like, Aaron Glenn's coming in. And he's like, I thought I was interviewing for the head coaching job. And Belichick's like, No, I want you as a DC. Is that what you saying? Your, uh, is your uh, is, so and the, reason, is. the reason? The reason I'm putting that out
3: there is the reason I'm putting that out there is a lot of this has been virtual. He didn't have to be in front of a screen. He could just be sitting there listening. Right. That would
0: be that would be absolutely wild if that was the case. And and it and it could be true. That would be uh, pretty crazy. Well, I back, feel like that back, back to what
1: I said. That's the coach in waiting because Belichick's yeah. not going to be here two or three years right? That's why I think that's what's going to happen. Who's the coach in waiting? I'm saying that my theory is that bring in Vrabel, I don't know that he'd do it as a coach in waiting and and work the D.C. under Belichick. I know Paul's shaking his head. Okay, a a Todd Munkin or a Mike McDonald, coach in waiting.
2: They're not going to take a lateral move. I I couldn't imagine.
1: How do you know when they're promised a head coaching position when Belichick retires?
2: I
4: actually think if the Ravens win the Super Bowl, Harbaugh retires and McDonald becomes the Ravens coach because that's being talked about up here. Hmm. So I wouldn't rule that out. Now, Munkin, I think any team – can get. I think McDonald, if he doesn't take a head coaching job, it's because he knows he's going to take over for Harbaugh because there's some rumblings that he may retire if he gets a ring, which I don't blame him.
2: How old old is he? He's in his 60s. Is he really? God, he doesn't look it at all. No, he looks looks younger than that.
4: His his dad was, like they said, like 85. His dad doesn't look 85.
1: Yeah, no, he doesn't. Yeah.
0: James Caraway says uh, would be a very funny blank thing to change the Zoom title to coordinator interview and hope the coach oh. <laughs> and Joshua
4: McDaniels will not be the coach in waiting, or else you guys, no, 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 no. or else you're yeah.
0: screwed. That yeah. would be hilarious.
4: He can be uh, an RC uh, only.
0: We've uh, we've reached our our marker here, uh, the hour marker, and so we've got to wrap this up. Dog Father, salute to you, sir.
3: Appreciate you guys, always enjoy it. Hello we to the dog
0: me. mother. <laughs> yes. Uh, and uh, Ben also. See you, man. Guys, we'll be back next Sunday. Next Sunday, I think the Falcons do not have a coach.
2: Oh,
1: you do not. Wow, you don't? Hey, I got a prediction. Next Sunday, Ben comes on and talks about how that we were stupid for not getting Lamar Jackson. That's my that.
2: I've heard that. I don't know if that's true, but I've heard that is a rumor that the Falcons should have taken him. So. Yeah, I, could, I could probably
0: sit behind that. Guys, we appreciate you so much for hanging out with us. I know we didn't talk a ton about Georgia football, but I appreciate you guys all sticking around and talking Atlanta Falcons with us. It was a great time. That's what this show is all about. It's about the dogs. It's about the Falcons. It's about the Braves. It's where you can get all your you know, Atlanta sports stuff from this UGA sports page on Sunday night. So, guys, we'll see you next week, same time, 730 and uh any last
1: words Eddie? Y'all have a great Sunday. Appreciate it. That was I don't know. Andy, can you do a little better?
2: Go Dogs. <laughs>